Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email drjacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello and welcome, or hopefully it's welcome back to USA Global TV and Radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the founder and president of USA Global TV and Radio, and I am super excited that you are here with us on The Wise Ones. This is a show where we interview people from all over the world who have really made quite an impression on helping other people, lifting each other up, showing us the way that it's done. Joining me is my friend and co-host, Mr. Red O'Laughlin, and then we'll be bringing out our special guest. Hello, Red. Howdy. We had a wonderful session the other day, and it's so so good to see you more than once a week. So uh, it's good good to be back with you. Thank you. It's good to be with you as well. And for people who aren't aware of it, maybe for our new friends joining on TuneIn Radio, as well as our other radio and TV and podcast platforms. Red and I have worked together for over a year now. He helped me create two incredible books that became Amazon number one bestsellers. And now we're working on a series of children's books, seven books all in all. Here are the first two. This is Behind the Green Screen, How to Succeed in the Live Broadcasting Business and Adversity to Awesome. You can pick up your copy, download your copy over on Amazon. And I love that my watch just started talking to me. <laughs> so, Red, <laughs> I'm going to spotlight you. and I would like for you to give some of your background. You're extremely wise. And then we're going to bring out our guest, Dark Joseph Ravine, who's coming back to see us. We always love when guests come back. So please give us a little background on you. Thank you so very much, Dr. Jacqueline. I really appreciate that. I'm a researcher. I look in the human body at the cellular level. Chemically speaking, I look for cause and effect relationships, treat a cause, fix a problem. And as such, that's what I write about. That's what I speak about mostly. Uh, the next show, literally right after this one, is a, a show on health and wellness that I do by myself. And we're going to be picking up the third out of six uh, event, uh, presentations on stress. And so if you want to know the nitty gritty detail about stress, uh, stay with us and, and we'll be there on the next one, uh, the next show. Uh, the background, uh, my first love long before I met my wife was chemistry. I didn't have a chance to practice it because I got an invitation to Vietnam. But nowadays, I have all the time in the world. I got six Saturdays and a Sunday every week, and I have a chance to delve into the human body in something I'm very passionate about. I said, I do to the Navy on a Wednesday, on a Sunday afternoon. I said, I do to my wife the following Wednesday night. And here very shortly in a couple more days, it's going to be 54 years with my wife. Uh, so I'm very, very proud of that. And what else about me? Um, Navy veteran, aviator, been to 61 countries in the world. Uh, and I just, I, I love a lot of things. And Dr. Jacqueline provides a, a host of opportunities for people to, really and truly delve into their passions and help other people. This particular show, The Wise Ones, allows us 
as a, a group of two, a host and a co-host, to have a, a chat with other people who have wisdom to share. And that's what we're doing today. So, Dr. Jacqueline, back to you. Thank you so much, Red. I appreciate it. So our guest today was introduced to us through Lamore Media, through Tracy, and Tracy is also my publicist. She's in Canada doing a great job there. And so we we are thrilled to welcome Dark Joseph Ravine back today because he's doing so many wonderful things in the world. He's all about kindness. He's all about lifting others up. And he's also set a Guinness world record, which is amazing. He's the founder of Kindness for Success. He's a social media influencer. And as I mentioned, he is a Guinness book record holder. And he's also an ambassador for positivity. Let's get him out here and see what he's up to. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Welcome Thank back. Thank you so much for being here. We're, we're very happy to see you. So, Dark Joseph, I'd love for you to just talk a little bit. There's so much going on in the world, right? People yeah. are at odds. We can look at a newspaper. We can read something, watch something, and people are always butting heads, judging one another. You oh, take yeah. all that. You throw it out the door, right? You throw it out the door. I look at the world from the perspective that all of us have to see from good and from realizing things in the positive and to not think of things negatively and to keep looking at things as much as you can that, you know, change you as a person, you know, don't think of things right a negative, negative right away, you know, get to know a situation first before thinking about it. And I try my best to never criticize anyone because we never know what anybody's going through. And that's what I always encourage everybody to understand. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's fantastic. And the fact that you're a social media influencer, you have a huge responsibility because people are looking to you, right? There's looking, what's Absolutely. he doing? What's he saying? How do you manage that? I don't want to say it's pressure, but the responsibility. Oh, the responsibility is major, especially when you're in the press and in the media and the public eye. You have to remember the number one law and the rule. And that goes with celebrities and influencers and anybody. Anything wrong or bad you do could be held against you and can ruin your life forever. So be careful how you behave, how you treat people, what you do in the public, and be aware of all your surroundings. So that's what I always manage as a person. And that's why, regardless of the person, hater, liker, whatever, I try to be kind as I can to everybody as much as I can. Nowadays, with uh, cell phones and cameras and everything, you never know when you're on on public display or can oh, yeah. be. It's, it's it's not like it was 20 years ago where somebody actually had to put a camera in your face before you knew that you were being filmed. You know, somebody can surreptitiously be sitting you know at a table over from you, and you get upset with some service or something. And heaven only knows how many different channels that's going to be on before you get home. Absolutely, and that's why you have to be so so careful, guys. So careful. Uh, my question for you, I want to get into your business and your what you've actually put together to help everyone in the world. But before we do that, what I'd like for you to share with our audience is we do get frustrated. We do find fault with ourselves. We're not always feeling the best. And now something comes into our life and we snap. 
Oh, yeah. And we don't mean to snap at that third party, but we take it out on other people. So what are oh, some yeah. tips? I have my share? moments like that. I have my moments like that. Everybody does. But, you know, like I, I would always say as a person, you know, there's going to be times we're going to go through bad things and we're going to have those hard times and we're going to have our struggles and then it might alter our behavior and we may take it out, as you mentioned, on third parties and everything. But as long as we don't cross the line and do something critical that can ruin your life forever then I think that that's kind of, you have to know where to draw the line and where to put your boundaries. Because like I said, you know, you have a responsibility on your behavior when you're in the public eye. So, you know, like, you know, and I could make mistakes too. And so can we all, but you know, you just have to try your best to be careful as much as you can. And while I have you on spotlight, oh, sorry, Red, just a follow-up question. Well, I have you on spotlight. So someone does something and then they realize, wow, that wasn't cool. That wasn't right. What's the appropriate thing to do? If someone doesn't call you out on it, should you still proactively go to the other person and say, Hey, that wasn't very nice of me. Oh, absolutely. I would always apologize to anybody who got hurt because of me, because I wouldn't want, you know, anybody to be upset or, you know, anything like that. But to tell you the truth, in my personal understanding, in my theory, because I did major in philosophy when I was in university, I believe that an apology is more than an apology. I think that if somebody is genuinely sorry for what they do wrong, I believe it's more like you you should make up for what you did wrong. You should change yourself and make yourself a better person. Uh, You should prepare for the future, how to act and everything like that. And I'm a firm believer and I'm not the kind of guy that says, Oh, get this person to say sorry or get this person to apologize. Like, you hurt me, don't apologize. Don't get anyone to apologize to me. Apologize because it's in your heart telling you to do that. Because when something comes from the heart, it's authentic. If something comes from somebody else, it's not authentic, you know? And it's all about everything in the end of the day has to be natural decisions and natural choices. And that's not something you can ever make happen. That has to be decided by other people. We have situations today... Go ahead, Dr. Jacqueline. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Fred. Please. We have situations today where things happen, uh, whether it be a uh, movie celebrity or politician. Uh, You know, they said something five years ago. Today, they're saying something different or they say something that's in the heat of the battle because something that was a headline. Uh, And yet they seem to have a little bit of immunity from that, whether they apologize or not. Yet we as individuals, whether we're on our our own little network of people that we deal with on a regular basis or we're at church, we're at some club or organization. Uh, there's kind of almost a double standard there. Uh, and how do you, how do you account for that double standard? In a situation of a double standard, I would probably think that, you know, you would have to think that, you know, you look at the, the whole picture of it and then kind of see, you know, what's really going on and how to, you know, how to take it from there in another way, if you understand what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you know, take it one step at a time instead of, you know, just assuming the worst of something. You know what I'm saying when you kind of do, you know, baby steps? And I'm very big when it comes to baby steps. So I definitely like to look at everything from the baby steps. And then I, you know, go from Sometimes something is said out of context or it's taken out of context. And even though you say... Yes, I said that, but it was in, in reference to this particular event and you did not, you know, you cut the part where the real meat of the, anyway, so sometimes people will go out and they only remember a certain, yeah, but you didn't hear the rest of what I said, or you didn't hear the lead up to it. 
that said, yeah, I said that, but if you take it into the beginning account and you're constantly trying to correct something that should never have been corrected because it was, was taken out of context to begin with. And that that's kind of working it. And I'm not saying that happens to everybody, but that does occasionally happen even within families. Uh, you have somebody that at a dinner table heard something or heard something under somebody's breath or who knows what. And then you, what did you say? And my goodness, there are things go all over again. And, but again, I think your very first comment is that if you have that kindness in your heart and it's there, it's not going to come out under your breath. It's not going to come out because you don't want that out because it's not something that should be said. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you do. And I, I don't believe it's just kindness alone. I think it's everything in general. It has to come from the heart. The heart is where your your overall character and your overall decisions come from. And that's kind of how I approach. That's my approach to life. And with when I do my kindness and I help people and everything like that, it's all from my heart. Because I believe in what goes around comes around. I believe in treat people the way you want to be treated. And I believe in all your actions have a way of coming back to you. So that's where I come from when I do this. And I do it all from my heart. Thank you very much. I, we have some comments. I just want to read them and acknowledge the person who's taking the time to put them here. Amina Mohammed, hello. Clapping yeah. and yes, exactly. And love that an apology is more than an apology. And also natural decisions and natural choices. Thank you yes. so much for engaging with us. We appreciate it. So, Dark Joseph Ravine, this is a question that I have. And something I've noticed, at, I think since I became a coach, mm -hmm. people will do things for you out of the kindness of their heart and then throw it in your face for the rest of your life. Well, two years ago, I did this and this. It's like, please don't do anything for me. If you have to throw it in my face, is that really being genuine and authentic? What are your no, thoughts? No, never. Absolutely not. When you do something for somebody, you have to do it without expectation. You have to do it because you really in your heart want to do it. Like that's what I always tell everybody about, you know, not forcing anything and not making people do anything against their will or, you know, not trying to make <laughs> things happen that can't happen. I always tell everybody all the time, Everything has to happen naturally. Like, you know, you can't pay people to be your friends or pay people to do certain things. At the end of the day, everybody has to naturally decide they're interested in something. And when it comes from natural interests, it lasts longer. I love that. Fantastic. Thank you. Let's go. Let's move into kindness for success. So Absolutely. you decided to take your experience, your education, your passion and formalize it into Kindness for Success. Tell us about this. So Kindness for Success, which is an online movement and a business of mine as well, the idea here is to get other people who purchase my items to promote kindness as well and to encourage other people to understand how much it comes a long way. Like, for example, you know, there were a couple of clothing that require, you know, that say boys team for kindness, girls team for kindness, bullying has no place in the world. You know, things that words that motivate people to be good and to act good and to wear it and encourage other people to do the same thing and realize that. So my the items I sell is very, you know, it's made to promote the idea of kindness and to get other people who, who believe in it as well to support it as well. And that's what I think, you know, what would really help the world become a better place, because from one person to another person and to another person 
and then we end up globalizing it together and we all take the stand on kindness. You know what I'm saying? So yes. You're taking it you're taking it one step beyond random acts of kindness. Yes. Uh, you're you're proliferating it through a more open media and uh, exposure, awareness, education. Absolutely. What gave you the idea to do this? Because we talk to people who are who are promoting random acts of kindness, but to have this be a way of life is really unique. Absolutely. And, you know, I always wanted to have it be my way of life because I really want to be remembered, like, for what I've done for this world. And I would want somebody else to be inspired by what I'm doing. And I would want to encourage other people to hopefully kind of start something similar and do something better. You, you know what I mean? Like when one celebrity does something and they say, I'm going to be the next celebrity A, B, C, or D. So I'm hoping that what I'm doing will go on for generations and other people will take it over and will do the same things. Cause I feel if I start something, hopefully others can continue it in years to come and then we can make the world a better place. And then no matter what the, the movement will keep going on and on and on and on. And so that's kind of my intention and my goal. And I really hope above anything that I do be remembered for starting this kindness mission and for trying to help people and make the world better. Joseph, I'll admit I have not been to your website for that, but do you have your media in other languages so that this thing does have an international appeal? Absolutely. You can translate my site that goes right there and all my social media channels are there as well as where I've been featured in the press and the news and anything, you know, and of course, you know, they can contact me through, you know, my, my kindness for success or they contact the publicist if they want any, you know, press inquiries or things like that. You know, I was referring to your products. Mm -hmm. Do they have, you know, you said girls team for, you know, whatever. Is that also available in Spanish and German and Chinese and whatever? As of now, it's only available in English because okay. in as a businessman, I really don't believe in kind of expanding anything until you see something works out first. You okay. take it out one step at a time. And then once things do very well, then you move on to the next level. But I mean, I could create like I'd also design items as well for clients as well. So if they wanted it in Spanish, my team definitely can organize something like that for them. Or, you know, the only thing we don't promote is negativity or anything that harms other people. We're all about kindness and happiness and making people happy. So, you know, that's the rule of the business. So, yeah, we can definitely organize that if anybody's looking for anything specific or custom. We do design items, by the way. I think that's brilliant. And I love the fact that you are creating a legacy for other people to carry forward. So mm -hmm. given that this is a worldwide platform, people could watch now, they watch anytime they want, it's going to be out there. How can people help you? Is there something that to carry the mission forward? How they can help me personally is by trying to help somebody else who needs help in the world and who's struggling and who, you know, it doesn't have to be financially. Like, for example, if someone's depressed, maybe talk to them and cheer them up and try to see what's wrong in their life and see if you can get rid of the bad in their life to put good. And if you can do something that can make one major difference in somebody else's life. That would be the best thing for me, for anybody to do. Because for me, like mentioned, I'm all about trying to change lives for the better. And that's why I want others to learn how much it comes a long way to change somebody's life for the better. And I believe if you change somebody else's life for the better, someone will change yours for the better. Too. I agree so with very you. Absolutely. True. 
Very true. So very true. So we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, I want to talk about the fact that you are a Guinness Book record holder. I think that's really fascinating. Then we'll talk more about positivity and success. How does that sound? Sounds lovely. I'm excited. All right. Fantastic. So I'm going to be showing a clip that I actually put together last night. It took me about five hours and it's oh. all to celebrate elevated listening, listening at a higher level and why it's so important in the work that uh, Dark Joseph is doing. We all need to listen to each other. So let's take a look at this. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm known professionally as Dr. Jacqueline. I am the founder and president of USA Global TV and Radio, and I also am known as the listening mentor. I teach people to listen at an elevated level. The power of listening is an opportunity for people to watch role plays when we watch these role plays, many times we can see ourselves in the role play. I teach people how to set boundaries as an elevated listener. And when we're listening at an elevated level, we're listening without judging the other person. My goal, my wish, my mission is for us to respect each other, hold again that safe space for people to share their comments, their feelings, so it doesn't escalate. It's not years of being unheard. I'm asking you to open your heart, open your mind, and open your ears to support a world of inner peace and elevated listening. Thank you for your time today. Hi, my name is Al Seedy. I facilitate a process called brand and culture alignment that builds teams around their purpose. And the result of it is teams of people that are highly engaged and highly energized, that work hard, that are very innovative and creative and take the initiative and make things happen. That's what I do for a living. Prior to that, I was a project manager for a, a number of large companies. And I used to think I was a pretty good listener. I mean, a big part of managing a project is listening to the people on the project and especially listening to the people that the project serves. And I became pretty good at listening logically to what people had to say. But what I wasn't very good at, and I didn't realize that until I took Dr. Jacqueline's uh, listening program, uh, what I didn't realize is that you really need to learn how to listen emotionally and empathetically. And uh, the power of listening for me was a game changer because I learned how to listen to people express themselves and their feelings and not just what they were thinking. And I also learned something I never had before, which is the patience to listen to people fully and completely until they're finished expressing what they have in mind. So I highly recommend Dr. Jacqueline's program. It's terrific and very effective. 
and it made a difference for me uh, in my personal life and, and in my professional life both. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's something everybody ought to consider. when everyone's fast asleep i'm producing content yay and you will soon be seeing that same clip with al Cini's part being replaced by red o'laughlin and all of our wonderful elevated listeners so thanks again let's get back to the program today's show is the wise ones and i am joined by my co-host and friend mr red o'laughlin hello welcome and our special guest dark joseph ravine welcome back hello Hello, hello. So let's get right into it. Let's talk about setting a Guinness Book World Record. What does that look like? What did you do? Oh, it was wonderful. I The first time we did the Guinness World Record actually was actually a failed attempt because we tried doing it in front of Dave and Buster's located also in the US and in, in Canada. And it was hard because it, the wind was blowing the tickets. And so we couldn't complete the record there. So what we did was we tried a second time in a major sports arena, which was close to Dave and Buster's. And uh, we worked as a team and we had to move as fast as we can because we only had a period of four hours to complete it. And we had to get a surveyor as well as witnesses, as well as someone who measures, as well as photographers, videographer. And um, we invested a lot in workers and in, in it in, in particular. And luckily we got the record and, it was great. And I also want to tell you as well, it was also featured in a few of the articles that it made um, Dave and Buster's look good for setting a Guinness World Record. And I feel like that was a good thing for me because I feel like I, I changed business for the better in Toronto. And I, you know, I, I also put myself, you know, into the public eye for accomplishing something. And so it was life changing the Guinness in general. And not only were you helping yourself, you were helping others. And yes. um, so I just would like you to start a little bit from the beginning. What exactly was the task at hand and why did you select this particular opportunity to go after? I've always loved, you know, Redemption Arcade places where you actually, you know, the place where you, you swipe your card and you get tickets and then you get prizes. I've had a love for that stuff for many, many years of my life. And so I decided to kind of, do something relating to that. Originally, I had 5 million arcade tickets from Dave and Buster's, but uh, that couldn't be a Guinness World Record. And so I had to actually do something. And at the time when they did it, they were they still had the paper tickets at the time. And so I so they sponsored the paper tickets. And um, and that's why we had the the world record. It was a total of 360,000 paper tickets in the arena that we had to complete 
within a period of four hours. And the good part about these tickets is now they discontinued the tickets. So it's very hard to even take the record away right now because, you know, I've had the record for almost five years right now. So that's amazing. They took the record away. I, I mean, I mean, they took the tickets away. They don't do tickets like that anymore. Discontinued. Amazing. Every, everything's digital nowadays. We're going that way. Yeah, absolutely. So, so now if I go down, but there's an arcade four blocks away. If I go down, they don't have the paper tickets anymore? Not that I'm aware of anymore. Wow. I mean, it would be very hard because Dave & Buster's is a large major corporation in the public eye. How many arcade places are in the public eye enough to sponsor that many tickets to somebody? You know, I don't think many people would have a chance of doing that. I mean, I don't know, but either way, I've had the record long enough and i'm thankful for it so regardless of what happens at this point if someone takes it or not i'm on my mission for kindness i am only here to help other people to make lives better for everybody around me i'm on a mission to do it for the sake of i'm a believer in god and for the sake of helping the world make come better joseph you are a social media influencer what does mm -hmm. that really mean and how does somebody become a social media influencer. Red, I'm very glad that you asked me that because I'm very big when it comes to marketing and advertising and, and ways of promoting on social media to make yourself have more followers and get noted. And I'm, I do it all the time. I'm very big when it comes to giveaways or, you know, or suggestions in general or recommendations. So my general way of how I grow on social media is to always provide like, hey, I'm doing a giveaway or other people as well. Hey, you're doing a giveaway. All you have to do is follow A, B, C, D and you enter the giveaway. And then you you do numerous amount of them, you know, from time to time. Of course, they cost. But if you do those from time to time, that's how you organically grow your following. And then you generate a following of people who are interested in you. And so I love giveaways because also when you do a giveaway as well, you change somebody else's life by giving them something that can actually serve them well in their life. So why not do giveaways? I love giveaways. What is your typical giveaway? Sometimes I give away money. I used to give away like PlayStations and Xboxes and electronics. I haven't done it in a while because there's been very busy times with other things as well as some struggles here and there that I've been going through. I am hoping to do another one in time to come, but you know, if you can make a sacrifice and change somebody else's life for the better with a giveaway, you know, why not? You know, that's a way of kindness. Absolutely. For most of my corporate career, I was involved with employee recognition and people could earn points and redeem the points for something. And whatever that something is, you look at it and you go, oh, I remember I did this and I earned that. So when someone gives you something from the kindness of their heart, they remember, oh, that was from Dark Joseph for X, Y, Z, or just because, just because he felt like yes. doing it. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's next for you? As of this point, I do. Um, I'm currently working on a children's uh, children's book that talks about. You know, it's also entertaining and funny as well. I'm working on a book that talks about bullying and how to overcome bullying. There's a kid that gets bullied, and everyone picks on him, and everyone who picks on him is suffering, and bad things happen to them until the end, where they stop bullying him, 
And once they start being good, all the bad stuff start ha stop happening to them. And I want this to teach people that when you do bad to other people, you suffer for it somehow. You may not suffer right away, but you suffer in time to come when you harm other people. That's what I want people to learn from that book. So I'm working on it right now. Also um, dealing with uh, another movie role sometime soon as well. And I'm still trying to build more connections with promoting my mission and helping people, you know, more as well as, you know, with uh, other people who want to support my kindness mission and media relations with anybody who's interested in that. And yeah, but it's going very well and I'm enjoying life very much and I'm excited for the future. Well, I'm excited for you. And I just want to talk a little bit about the book. Uh, I'm working with Red on a series of children's books, but I would like to know, are you writing your book from the perspective of an adult? Because many adults are obviously reading the books to the children. Are you writing it from a children's perspective or like some authors, are you writing it from your perspective? Can you More share? More like my perspective in a way where I would rather people understand something. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you write it from the perspective of somebody else, then it's not being the real and authentic you. And I learned in literature and in English that the whole point of writing a writing piece is so people get to know who you are and what you're all about and every, the depth within the writing as to revealing about your character. Because if you write about somebody else's character, then you're not really showing the world who you really are. That's my belief, but that's just what I think. I definitely agree with you. And one comment, and then I'll turn over to Red. I love the messaging that you're conveying because many times we don't realize when we don't listen to our intuition, we go down the wrong path. We might not get something happening to us today. It might be 10, 15 years from now. We don't know. So by teaching children and young people at an impressionable age about the fact that kindness does pay off literally and figuratively, I think that's brilliant. Yes. Joseph, ambassador for positivity. We've yes. kind of talked around that and we've been into the kindness and success and influencing and everything. But uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Dark, jo Dark Joseph Ravine and the ambassador's role in positivity in your life? I will definitely tell you all about that, Red. So the idea of being an ambassador of positivity is so that I, I help other people in a way where you know, get rid of the negativity in their life and find a way to add more positivity and things that make them happy and increase things that make them happy and reduce things that make them sad. And then that way they can live a better life. And that way, you know, if I change someone else's life for the better, you know, then your actions have a potential way of coming back to you. So, you know, you want to live a good life, make others live a good life. That's kind of how I, I kind of look at the being the ambassador of positivity. Okay, I think and, we all know. Go ahead, Dr. Jacqueline, I'm sorry. That's okay, I was gonna say, well, I still have you on Spotlight. Your mission is global, correct? Absolutely, all over the world. And for people who, uh, I'm just gonna bring you back for a second, maybe they're thinking, hey, maybe there's something I can do in my country as an offshoot to and partner with you, is that possible? Absolutely, yes. Of course, if I if it's something I'm interested in and something like I'm the kind of guy where, you know, you don't pay me to feature you or say anything about you. I'm only doing it if I'm interested because I live in the truth where where I don't lie about anybody on the media because that could be held against me for not telling the truth. So I'm only doing stuff if I'm actually in my heart interested in it, because that way I'm conveying the truth of how I really do feel about something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Red. 
Yeah, my last uh, question or, or a follow-up maybe is in that area of positivity, negativity. We talked about kindness and happiness, and I know happiness is tied a lot to expectation. But Absolutely. also, if your lifestyle is being kind, then that expectation for you being kind is met consistently. But you're trying to get other people to also establish an expectation of kindness, which will also turn into happiness, which also exudes positivity. So there's there's many intertwining parts of this thing. How difficult do you see it to actually get that that clarity of message across to other people? The reality is, Red, and and don't get me wrong about this, is we can never change the way people think and the way they act or anything like that. But what I always tell people is, you know, you have to decide in your heart if you're happy about a certain situation or if you're not, because the only person that can make you happy is you, you know, and you other people's behavior shouldn't be able to make you happy. Your happiness is only in your discretion and in your hands. And so I always tell people all the time that, you know, it's a very good idea that you can be a motivator and you can give a recommendation and encourage people something, but you can never force anyone to change or be different. Like even for me as an influencer, you know, I only give my advice and my ways of how I would look at something if I were in that person's shoes, but I never force them to do anything against their will. Like I say to everybody, your decisions is in your hands, your freedom. You need to decide what makes you happy, what you want in your life. I can't decide that for you. I can only give you my expertise advice and I can only tell you what I would do if I were in your position and how to make it better if I were in your position. But that's pretty much about it. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much. That really sums it up. That was a great interview. Thank how can so people... Thank you. How can people reach out to you? If people can't read the banner or they're on the radio listening, what's the best way for people to contact you? There's a number of things that people can work with you in Ask. different areas. So yes, tell they, us more. Please. So they can contact me at um, mykindnessforsuccess by djr.com where the online store is. And um, they can uh, also contact my publicist at darkjosephravine.com. There is my publicist and um she'll get a hold of me and decide if we end up working with the person who contacts me. And yeah, I would love to make a, you know, I would love to help anybody who needs help and, you know, any, but any way to make a difference in other people's lives, you know, good deeds for the world is what I'm all about. What a beautiful mission you're on and a, a, a just a wonderful aura you have about yourself. Please keep up this fabulous, important work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you're welcome to come back on this or any of our other 26 shows, 25 shows it would be then, weekly Great. shows. All right. Thank you again. Thank, thank you, you so uh, Dr. Joseph Ravine. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Bye for now. Take care. You too. Bye. Oh, Red, it's just so wonderful. I love the fact that we have this platform. It's all about positivity, lifting each other up as opposed to turning on a television station. We won't mention any and it's all bad news and you leave feeling bad. That was a wonderful, uplifting message that he left us with. So I'm going to turn it over to you to give your information, because as you know, we have another show coming up right after this. It's your show. Tell us more. Well, in about 18 minutes or thereabouts, uh, the next show coming up is my show. It's Talking Heads. And 
as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, my specialty involves the human body at the cellular level, chemically speaking. I look for cause and effect relationships. So from a health and welfare wellness perspective, if you know what causes something to happen and can make a difference in either slowing it down or speeding it up, uh, then you can actually make some positive changes in your life. And today we're following up. We're almost in the middle of our series on stress and how that affects your health and what you can do about it. So today I'm going to be talking about the physiology of stress, what actually happens. And, and I'm not going to get into how we can ameliorate those things. Right now, this is more of an awareness and education portion of this. Next week, I'll be talking about stress management and the things that will actually release stress. But today is understanding what happens at the cellular level in the body when we have stress and, and how that manifests from a psychological perspective, physiologically through the body, and then the outward appearance of that and how that can affect our health. So that's what's going on today on Talking Heads, Dr. Jacqueline. All right. Thank you. I'll let you get over there to the other studio and I'll see you in a few minutes. I'll put on my running shoes and I'll be there shortly. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. Well, I just want to thank everyone and just leave you with a, a few pieces of information about where I'm going with this platform. When I first started this platform, it was just a radio show and I was the one who was actually being interviewed. And I said, I don't want to be interviewed any for every Friday at five o'clock. I want to take over the show. So I took over the show and then extended it. Now it's the TV platform, et cetera, et cetera. Where I'm really going is, to be honest with you, as much as I love being in front of the camera, I don't want to be in front of the camera, all these shows. I like producing. I like creating content. I like the creativity. So Talking Heads, for example, is a platform that's designed for people to have their own show. I produce the show, but it's their show. It's their content. And if you're interested in having a TV show, if you've ever thought to yourself, wow, I'd love to have a talk show, or I'd like to be a presenter, or I want to juggle, I want to sing, I would, whatever it is, we have opportunities for you to have your own program here. What I can share with you is our team is made up of about 39 people right now. And people will tell me, I can't make it next week. And I'm sick about it. And then they can't wait to get back. They're like, I don't want to take a week off. I just love this because it gets into your, I don't know, into your skin. It's like, wow, I've got to keep doing these shows and helping other people. So do reach out. You can find me on usaglobaltv.com. You can also find me on my other website, drjacqueline.com. And if you'd like to join my mission, the mission I think that it should be all of ours in alignment with what uh, Dark Joseph is doing, it's to listen at an elevated level, which is really providing inner peace, world peace, kindness, positivity. It's $257 to take a two and a half hour course. That's it. I've condensed it, shrunk it to this much. And if you can't pay it all at one time, you can pay me over six months for the $257. And you get a certificate that you have learned how to listen at an elevated level. You get featured on our TV show the listening mentor and i promote you you saw that i just made that clip for al and also for the program and i'm going to do it for all of our elevated listeners who give a testimonial so the world knows that they listen at an elevated level and you should contact them all right thank you so much i'm going to run over to the other studio to produce for red thank you dark joseph ravine thank you lamore Redia. we are so happy to have you and i appreciate you we'll be back soon